0: This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary, whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters, the apocalypse is coming, but New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance, run your way.
1: As soon as Mark started making fun of Tyler's tiny big toes, all of my ADHD brain did was think of Tyler as a reverse (coughs) velociraptor, a slimy pickle one. When did I make fun of your tiny big toes?
0: It was when somebody brought up the fact that like exercise doesn't stunt your growth at a young age or like lifting doesn't scent your growth at a young age, and wow. I talked about how I shattered both my growth plates and my big toes, and you're like, you got the t- Tyler's tiny big toes.
1: I don't remember that. That doesn't seem like me
0: at all. I'm a very kind individual. I would never make fun <laughs> of anyone's tiny, <laughs> tiny toes. So, immediately, by the way, people put on the limb extension like surgery on my toes as Photoshop, and I'm like a baller. <laughs> Did you see the image? No. Oh I didn't my see God. That. Just go um, onto the hashtag GMFST on Twitter. On Twitter? Okay. Yeah. I want people to use the subreddit more, but people are using Twitter a lot. That's all right.
1: Wherever people feel like it, I suppose. Uh, where would that be? I liked it. So
0: it should be in your likes. Yeah. Oh, here it is.
1: Oh, wow. (laughs) Oh, wow. Those are some long tootsies. (laughs) That's not even your tootsie. It's just your foot.
0: Yeah, I know. Your foot. The phalanges of your foot are are gargantuan. Here, I'm going to show you the the link to the tweet so you can see the full tweet. Uh, I appreciate it. Oh, I do have things to present to you, Mark. Present to me? Something that'll be a great video compliment thing.
1: Video compliment thing? Okay. Whenever this mysterious YouTube channel starts?
0: Yeah. Whenever this video that I went on this trip for is ready to be posted. You stripped for it? Yeah, totally. Got naked. Ran on the ice. May have gotten a few cuts because the ice wasn't smooth at the time when I belly flopped, but... <laughs> you belly flopped into the ice? Ah, a bold move, bold choice. I never
1: got to go on the ice, unfortunately. Ah, okay, not after you belly flopped naked down to the middle of the ring. In the middle of the game. Yeah, that was dangerous with all the blades <laughs> going by.
0: Not to mention the hard rubber puck that was flying at 90-plus miles an Man, hour. Yeah, wonder,
1: actually, belly flopping would have been the safest move in that Look <laughs> <end.
0: laughs> it s- down! The smart
1: decision <laughs> yeah because if you flopped on your back you would have been exposed oh jeez yeah, i know right especially if it was standing
0: up and just yeah.
1: for those of you who don't know we're starting the episode now I, uh, hello welcome to go my favorite sports team the ultimate sports podcast for everyone who loves sports and wants to know sports tyler recently belly flopped naked in the middle of the tampa bay lightnings ding, ding,
0: ding, ding. <laughs>
1: Is that a good thing or bad? Yeah, hockey stadium, arena, rink. All I think can be used, yes. I used all of them. And he was naked for about 15 minutes. That is not <laughs> and they couldn't catch him. They called him Slippery Tyler. He lubed himself up, but he didn't use <laughs> anti-freeze-based lubricant. Uh therefore he eventually got stuck to the ice. They had to bring in the Zamboni to clear him off. <laughs> It's like all the same true.
0: pony gets like a spatula on the front to <laughs> scrape underneath <laughs> and just. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: The alternative was going under, and then just a smear of blood on the face. <laughs> oh, but uh, that didn't happen. He's back. He's safe. Uh, Week long journey. Uh, he's returned to us here at the uh, GMFST studios. How yeah.
0: Are you feeling? I what.
1: How how are you feeling?
0: I feel I feel great, man. Good. I uh, I mean, I'm a little jet lagged still from being on the East Coast because mm-hmm. I was down in Tampa, where I was swimming as I was walking because you were it was swimming 90, in the ice rink. No, it was ninety plus percent humidity. Oh, it was hot. Yeah. Yeah. It so was,
1: it was hot over here too. Like big heat wave
0: came in. Yeah, but it's dry heat here. Since I've come back. <laughs> since I've come back, it's it's feels so much cooler because your my body, you know, when I sweat, it evaporates. In Florida, when you sweat, more moisture comes to join your sweat uh-huh. to cover you and more wetness uh-huh
1: this is only tangentially sports related i would like to keep this conversation to only sorry, sports sorry. related conversations unless you're going to talk about the gatorade being introduced in the early mid 1900s and then it, that was in florida wasn't it yes that was in florida i remember because i watched a documentary at some point that was probably a commercial for gatorade
0: <laughs> to well be yeah. perfectly honest it probably was because it was created by the university of florida Ah, uh, that was it. That was a thing. Yeah. Did we talk about that? We did briefly uh, okay. when we talked about iconic sports foods.
1: Right, right, right. Go
0: right, back right. to that episode if you haven't listened to it.
1: Iconic sports foods. But in other news, uh, now that Tyler's back, you guys at home finally get to confront Tyler with all of your spicy hot takes. Oh, we're
0: starting with it I want to start with it because uh, there's right. some
1: really good ones and they've been kind of building up because we haven't been able to record in a spell and so yeah. I need to get them out because they're very, very spicy. Um, We already went over over your tiny big toes. Um, Oh yeah, the beautiful beautiful (laughs) texture. A good picture. Uh, you have a new word. Shelby the earthworm has pointed out that you no longer use nuance as much, but now you use the word fundamental. And I, <laughs> oh, now gosh, that I think about this, it. you say it a very, very large amount.
0: <laughs> <laughs> time to change again. <laughs>
1: yeah, there's a whole breadth of English language that you could use, but then again, like I, I say the same shit all the time. People are starting to call me out for it, so I can no longer call you out about it because then people are going to call me out about it, and I don't want to be made fun of. I have
0: a fragile ego and I can't take the criticism.
1: Oh, that's not true. I've got a very thick ego. I've got a girthy <laughs> ego, if you know what I'm talking about.
0: You thrive off of fuck you energy. Don't I even lie. I do. I do. Well, if my new word is fundamental, then, I mean, it, it just it just fits where it fits, you know? It's the word that comes to mind in that particular sentence, uh-huh. uh, and it's a great nuance that adds to the depth of sport. I don't think you're using any word. Cr- I don't think you used <laughs> yeah. a single word correctly in that entire Which sentence. Which was my goal, <laughs> (laughs) All
1: right, next spicy hot take from Pupak1. My hot take on Tyler. Tyler, I can't believe you still haven't made a soccer primer. It is the biggest and most important sport in the world, and your American
0: brains, for some reason, refuse to acknowledge that. Just do it. Okay. You want to know why I haven't done the soccer primer? Why? I need to educate myself more on the different rules and regulations that are within soccer, whether Mm -hmm. it's the World Cup or Premier League. Mm -hmm. I haven't played soccer since I was nine years old. Uh Uh-huh. I understand some of the rules to some degree, but there's a lot that I don't fully understand and I need to study. But also, if you've noticed with the other primers, they align when major events in that sport are happening. Ah. So I am waiting for when the world has their eyes on the sport, hence (coughs) the World Cup, (laughs) for when that primer comes about. All right. That makes total
1: sense. That makes total sense. Therefore, Pupak1, you have been slam dunked. Take that. back where you came from that's what you get and i will no longer let the ghost of pupac one channel into my beard. <laughs> pupac one all right the next person to inhabit my corporeal form is bubble zap tyler broke into mark's house when and why did tyler (laughs) break into mark's house was mentioned in the team episode and was completely blown by immediately lol tell the world why you broke into my house
0: okay i don't remember exactly what it was but there was an important meeting that you were supposed to be at I don't remember if it was like agency management. I I don't remember, but it was, you were late and I was getting texts and phone calls at the time and I knocked on your door. I Uh called you, I texted you, I did everything. And I was like, I used to live here for like a month. Uh I know how to get into the house. (laughs) (laughs) And so there was a door, <laughs> what kind of door, a doggy, door. A doggy <laughs> door, not a dog door, a doggy door <laughs> Yeah. for Chica uh-huh. that I was like, I could probably fit. And so I paced for a little bit in front of the doggy door uh-huh. and I stare at it and I'm <laughs> like, I'm a big man. How am I going feet first? Or am I going head first? <laughs> <laughs> And so I decide, well, if I go feet first, I won't know where my feet are. And if Mark comes around the corner at that time, he's just going to see an ass. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm like, if, if it's my head, you know, maybe it won't be as horrible. Hmm. So I go head first. I'm crawling out and crawling through. Mark comes walking down the hallway. <laughs> yeah. I'm just barely fully in. Mark turns the corner and he goes, I get up and I'm like, hi, Mark. And you go, what the
1: yeah, so uh, that's why Tyler broke in, and uh, how dare you?
0: I, it's <laughs> a really funny story, but in that moment, I was like, I will never do this again. <laughs> we had all whole conversation about
1: it. Uh, it's fine, it's fine. All right, so, okay, another being has left me, but now Panda Malefico has a real spicer of an accusation. Hey, everybody, I was catching up on episodes of the podcast, and both, well, mostly Tyler, Mostly Tyler. Mentioned a Discord server. I looked on their socials and I haven't found any link. Did I lose my chance to join? Or are they lying
0: liars that lie and then just haven't gotten the chance to create it? Well, Tyler, what is it? So, Mark, Hmm? wasn't it uh, when we first talked about the Discord, when you first brought it up on the podcast, Mm -hmm. um, you said, oh, I'll do that today after Uh, we finish hmm? recording? Mark's not here right now. I'm Panda (laughs) (laughs) Malfi.
1: So um <clears throat> soon TM. Soon, TM. All right, well, we'll get on Mark's case whenever we find that bastard. <laughs> we'll beat him to a pulp until we know where the discord is. <clears throat> All right, there's more stuff here. Oh wait, no, here we go. I don't even know what this is. All right, I'm gonna channel it anyway because I, I'm assuming I don't need to know. So this is from Carter Kemp Malone. Hot take. Lawrence Taylor is the GOAT based on singular success. His defense was mostly built around his freakish athleticism that carried a mediocre offense through a tough NFC East. Plus, using crack as a performance-enhancing drug is some pretty metal shit. Take that, Tyler! (laughs) Take that, spicy Odd Take!
0: Who's Lawrence Taylor? Lawrence Taylor is a football player, American football player. He played linebacker for the New York Giants. Giants. Um... I believe Lawrence Taylor appeared in Waterboy. When did you mention Lawrence Taylor? What? Why? I don't know why this has come up. Lawrence Taylor is in there as Lawrence Taylot. Yeah, Lawrence Taylor appeared in the movie Waterboy, which is the... For those of you that don't know sports movies, that's the Adam Sandler sports movie where he goes against his mother's wishes and joins a football team and opens up a can of whoop-ass on everybody. Um, and
1: he smoked crack?
0: No, but Lawrence oh. Taylor... Uh, did cocaine I'm pretty sure based on what they're saying I think that's what it was uh, Um, using it as a performance enhancing drug Lawrence Taylor was a freak athlete he obviously was great at his time a lot of people look at him as a great linebacker but arguing that he's the greatest of all time in a sport that again requires 11 players to be successful especially on defense you can't equate one player to being the greatest of all time period in the sport of football there's just too much interconnectivity being in the right place in the right time if the offense passed the ball more back when Lawrence Taylor played, he wouldn't have as many opportunities to make a tackle or do what he did. Uh-huh. So for one thing, he used cocaine as a performance enhancing drug, which is one thing in and of itself that would, to me, disqualify him from being in the goat conversation. But you don't even have a goat conversation. Every no, time not, there is a GOAT conversation, you say, it like, there is no GOAT Unless it's an individual sport. I will argue in individual sports and sports that require less team connectivity uh-huh. and interworking that there can be a GOAT conversation.
1: But what about what about if you say the greatest running back of
0: all time? Or- Even then even then. Yeah, because the offensive line has to block. They have to get the ball more. Even they still are used as receivers in the offense. How's the offense run? Who are they playing against? What year is it? Is it during a passing era when everybody's passing? Is it during a rushing area? Like Adrian Peterson's a great running back but that doesn't mean he can be designate as the greatest of all time. Sport has evolved and football has evolved massively and the rules and penalties and everything within that, that you simply cannot look at anybody and be like, that's the best.
1: My brain is exploding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good to me. Alright, I'm expunging
1: all ghosts from my body. Thank you all who uh, participated on the Discord. If you've got more spicy takes, please put them on the Discord or the hashtag GMFST on Twitter or wherever and we'll find them and I will channel your ghost through my corporeal form and accuse. I will just accuse Tyler, right in front of uh, him.
0: My favorite thing is you said Discord instead of Reddit. <laughs> Whatever, uh, we'll edit it. <laughs> There's, I don't know. I'm getting flashbacks from
1: these possessions. Uh, they're really affecting my my being. <laughs> i right, go to the Discord. The Discord. The Discord. Yeah, the Discord. Yeah, get the Discord out there. I'll make it right now. I'm gonna do it. Ri- I don't know if I can do it right now. I'm gonna try to do it right now, live on the air. <laughs> I'll do it when I get home.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So thus concludes the accusation portion. All right. This episode is brought to you by New Balance. You don't have to be an elite athlete when you pound the pavement. Whether you've run five marathons or you only run when necessary. Whether you're chased by bears, zombies, monsters. The apocalypse is coming. But New Balance will have you covered regardless. Whether you need shoes for comfort, stability, or race day speed, they've got you covered. Because the only right way to run is your way. New Balance. Run your way. Visit newbalance.com running to learn more this episode is brought to you by rocket money you know all those subscription websites they just hide those charges from you they're hidden and repetitive and you forget about them oh
1: I know exactly which websites you're talking about the ones that you like to go to you do I've literally
0: spent so long digging through my finances rocket money can help cancel your subscriptions you're saying rocket money is a personal finance app that helps and cancels your unwanted subscriptions monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so you can grow your savings? Absolutely, yes. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses? Uh-huh, yeah. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate lower bills for me? Up to 20%?
1: Maybe. But for our listeners, definitely yes. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com sports team. That's R O C K E T M O N E com slash S-P-O-R-T-S-T-E-A-M. That's rocketmoney.com
0: Day at Whole Foods Market. Any sports news? Well, I was at the Stanley Cup. The Tampa Bay Lightning were... Oh, that were- was the
1: Stanley Cup?
0: Yeah, that was the NHL finals. Somehow in all of this, I did not realize that that was the Stanley Cup. Yeah, that's why it was a big deal that the Tampa Bay Lightning had me come out. And not only that, I got to see two games of the Stanley Cup. Yeah. And go behind the scenes, interacting with staff in the offices, hearing Mm. them talk about things that a normal person should not hear them talk about with regard to like player acquisition or Uh, resigning uh, and stuff like that. You
1: hear that late? Ladies and gentlemen go my favorite sports team is hitting the mainstream we're getting invited to finals I was definitely there 100% in attendance you can see the picture evidence everywhere that Tyler is posted it I am there
0: yeah Mark totally showed up
1: like uh, he said he would (laughs) i did definitely did and no one can make any accusations towards me about being a bad friend or a lazy co-host because i was a hundred percent there and anyone who says otherwise i will fight in an arena of sport of your choice and also my judging
0: (laughs) 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 i'll keep score No, but it was really cool. I had to pull some strings because I had contacts within the Tampa Bay Lightning. A good friend of mine, JP, was uh, a lovely host and helping us do stuff. While he was so busy. Mm -hmm. Um, If you guys don't know, they have a pregame show called The Chirp. I was invited and joined Seth and JP on that show. And then went and watched the game. I, I filmed a whole bunch of stuff that will be on the GMFST YouTube channel. Yeah. But um, it was a really cool trip being able to go to the Stanley Cup and learn more about hockey for all of you hockey fans out there that were upset by the primer. Uh Now you can be jealous. I went to the Stanley Cup and you did. Yeah, take that, everyone. (laughs) Rub it in their faces. Kick them in the dirt. Make them eat dirt. Make them eat the ice.
1: Don't worry, guys. I'm on your side. Just don't accuse me of not being at this (laughs) event.
0: So, yeah. Mm -hmm. but um, Who won? The first game, the Tampa Bay Lightning beat the Avs um, six to two. The second Crushed game, them. it went into overtime. Ooh. The Lightning looked great in the first period. There was a lot of stuff that happened throughout the game that they just kept looking more and more fatigued and making mm. mental mistakes they usually don't make. And they lost in overtime uh, three to two.
1: Ah, uh, okay.
0: Um, So, so Friday, they went to Denver and played the Avs in their home stadium. Ah, okay. And they upset them and beat them. So, the series is now 3-2 in favor of the Avs. So, if the Avs win one more game, Mm -hmm. they win the Stanley Cup. Ah, so it's not over. Yeah, the Lightning are literally on the edge of a cliff just fighting back to stay alive and hopefully get that third championship in a row. Who wins to make me win the bet? It's impossible for you now. I don't think that's true. The Golden State Warriors won the NBA Finals, which was my prediction. Mm -hmm. The Avs made it to the Finals when you picked the Oilers, too, and both Uh of us picked the Maple Leafs and they didn't make it. So it is literally impossible for you to win the bet of Chauffeur.
1: You know, that sounds like a quitter's attitude. Oh, that was another jacuzzi that I did not channel that you mentioned. Someone said that if you're not in a sport to win, why are you even there? If you're okay with losing, as uh, our Lord and Savior Ninja once said... No. If you lose the drive to win, every, or you might as well get out of the game or something like that.
0: I He's like, know. if you're not angry after you lose, then yeah. you're, you don't care. Yeah, you didn't care. And you don't care because I haven't lost yet. The
1: people are on my side. I was there at the game. I haven't lost yet. I tell the truth. And everybody knows it. There is a Discord right now that anyone can join. If you If you haven't found it, you're not a dedicated enough fan. Period. A lot of commas in there, but then a period at the end.
0: Can I say that about all the people that actually thought I was dead? And then every time they found something in my mind, they're like, Oh, Tyler, you're still on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I've been streaming for so long. No, no,
1: no, man. I'll miss miss you.
0: Or the people that think I'm Bob.
1: Oh yeah, that's a we- that was a weird one. <laughs> you sound completely different. But I know. Yeah, it might
0: be Bob. Yeah. And it's totally Bob.
1: Yeah, definitely Bob. All right. So we'll never know who's gonna win that bet. Uh,
0: <laughs> I think we know who no, already won. We'll, ne- we'll never
1: know. And it'll be really down to the wire of this uh, final final uh, sport
0: thing that they're going to do. All right, I think we should get into the podcast now. We <laughs> are in the episode. podcast. <laughs> this is the podcast. Find the actual, actual topic that we're going to talk about yes, today. Yes, yes.
1: What is the actual topic? Defining athlete Okay, well, well, this is going to be a short episode. All right, let's see. <laughs> Google.com. No, 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 without, looking it,
0: up, without no, looking it up.
1: I'm looking it up. You can't stop me. A person who is proficient
0: in sport and other forms of physical exercise. All right, so to get into that as well, athletic is physically strong, fit, and active. Uh-huh. Okay, so the reason I bring this up is, like, at the very beginning, you know, you think about sports, you think of athletes, right? They're, they're sports athletes. Sure. So this gets into the conversation of how do we define an athlete if, in order for it to be a sport, it's participated in by athletes, right? I notice
1: you're making the distinction of
0: sport athlete, sports athlete. At the moment, yes. At the moment. But you can be athletic... Yes. ...and be an athlete... Yes. ...without being a sports participant. Okay, yes. So, in your mind just going forward with this first act, how would you define it? Obviously we have our definitions. We have the understanding of what we just read, but what is your vision? When you think of an athlete, what do you picture?
1: Bulging veins. You can see their heartbeat on their skin. I'm not saying where they have bulging veins. They have to at least have bulging veins somewhere on their body. Uh, At least one muscle in their entire body is yoked out of their gourds. I don't care what muscle. They've got one that is just like tuned like a piano like just
0: (laughs) just, for whatever reason i'm thinking of the strongest muscle in the human body being the tongue and you're i'm just like (laughs) the tongue is tuned like a piano (laughs) (laughs) look don't question the tongue athletes
1: they are they are so far above you you would never even stand a chance in a french kissing contest
0: tongue wrestling coming to an arena near you
1: I mean, that's already a sport. I'm sorry. <laughs> there's a world record for like the longest kiss, right? There's I think a world there, there's a world for... record for like the longest French kiss specifically. Yeah. And that's got to take some tongue.
0: Is there like a tongue per second that you have to do to qualify <laughs>
1: for that? What's your TPS
0: at? <laughs> Man, I'm just struggling today. My TPS real low this week. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, honey. My TPS is low. <laughs>
1: Meanwhile she the veins on her tongue just <laughs> dunk, dunk, dunk,
0: dunk, dunk, dunk.
1: I don't even I want another partner in this. Anyway. I need
0: a better tongue wrestling tag team man <laughs>
1: Anyway, uh so athletic, you know, for some reason okay, if I'm being totally serious, for some reason the initial definition that pops in my mind is running. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but that's like the default mode in my brain. They can run a certain distance in one run, <laughs> in one go of running. What is in one run in one go? Help, help me. Help, Tyler, help. Use your master's degree. <laughs> Where <laughs> what is it? You go for in in one run, right? That, that's not right. Is that right? That's right. There's a lot of ways to call it.
0: So you've but why never does it been sound wrong. wrong? Because it, you're saying run you and run in you the can same run sentence. run a
1: long distance in one
0: run. You can say one go. No. Run a long in, distance in one, one, one go. Session? One session. In one set? A set of running? Is it like weightlifting? I mean, you could do sets because sets what is sprinting. It? What
1: is what is it?
0: One circuit. That's biking or racing.
1: One. uh oh, God. One Excursion. I'm, yeah, say, I'm go. going excursion. excursion. You can run a long distance in
0: one excursion and I'm final answer. Go. Physically, when you see somebody, how do you, how do you like you look at them? That's an athlete.
1: Well, for some reason, athletic. I'm going with athletic first. If you okay. are athletic, in my mind, that has been trained since I was a baby to know, oh, if you can run a certain distance, you are at least somewhat athletic.
0: Okay, so cardiovascular is mostly sure. what you're focused yeah, on. That's so a, they, they have a yeah. good, I'm gonna use yeah. a science term, a good VO2 max. Okay. Which has to do with breathing Is that, and that stuff like TPS? Like that. Is that like tongues per second? <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, okay. What? Oh, cut, it out, we'll... <laughs> oh, cut it out, Will. No, cut it. no, oh, say it again, oh, oh, say it again. No, I'm not saying anything again. <laughs> vo2 max is the maximum oxygen consumption that an individual can utilize during intense or maximum exercise so it vo2 max is a measurement that is done scientifically with regard to whether you are able to scale a mountain so a lot of times you have to have a certain vo2 max before they allow you to like i mean it's kind of changed over the years but vo2 max is utilized as a tool for mountain climbing uh in particular for like understanding how in shape you are.
1: Okay, so what are the numbers? Just to give me an idea, because like, I think my watch tracks some kind of VO2 max, so um, but I'm not sure what it means.
0: It's it's kind of based on age. So if your VO2 max is 62 and you're age 20 to 24, mm-hmm. that's excellent. Very poor would be less than 32. Okay,
1: I know you just said it. I didn't
0: catch any of it. Can you say it again? I literally took none of that in. Okay, so at our age, I'm just going to go with our age. Okay. Having a VO2 max that is over 54 Okay, is in the top one percentile. That's pretty good. Like, that's considered very excellent. For our age group. General average is about 39 to 43. Okay, and that's
1: for a normal everyday person, not really an athlete correct maybe so maybe runs a little bit
0: so basically if you like if you're just in generally like in decent cardiovascular shape that's about where you'd be
1: okay and so in layman's terms this is the the mentality of like when you're running and you get winded and then you keep running every day for a while you get less winded because your body is more efficient at processing oxygen that is completely correct okay there i got it i got the thing i took anatomy and uh, physiology courses
0: yeah. in my biomedical engineering degree that i did not get this was in my uh, uh, kinesiology class mm, Okay, but yeah VO2 max is considered one of the big measures of fitness level uh, especially when it comes to cardiovascular obviously ath- an athlete to me I picture somebody who's like there's a bunch of different body types for being athletic but they are able to not only run and not get winded very quickly but lift and like they have a an athletic physique that's like less body fat uh-huh. So lower body fat percentage, body composition is focused more on the mus- uh, skeletal muscles and less on body fat. So I'd say usually below, like around 20% or lower body fat, I would consider an athlete.
1: Okay. And and Athletic. here's a here's a fun fact that I bet not a lot of people out there know. Some people know and I bet you know this is people don't understand exactly how your fat leaves your body when mm-hmm. you are losing fat. A lot of people probably think you either poop it out or piss it out or something like that. You excrete it in some way. No, you breathe it out. Not a lot of people realize what the whole deal is with oxygen going to carbon dioxide. The carbon molecules in your polysaccharides of your fat get converted and then attached to that O2 in the combustion process of burning your energy and then you breathe out the carbon. You literally lose weight by breathing it out. And what people also don't realize is that that's how plants get all of their body mass. They don't pull all of it from the ground. They literally breathe their bodies into existence because the carbon dioxide that they take in, they take that carbon and build themselves. Not many people realize this kind of really intuitive system of like that which we are as organic beings, organic meaning, organic chemistry, which is relating to carbon. Carbon fuels everything.
0: Yeah, uh, that's why mid to low intensity, like cardiovascular exercise is the highest percentage of fat burning exercise you can do.
1: Is that true? Because I've heard a lot about high intensity interval training recently saying like the afterburn effect of that, of your, of your body
0: like, yeah. recuperating so, from that. So there's a level in which you have to get the intensity up. And as like, there, there's a couple of different studies that show different things. Uh-huh. But if you're doing focused on one exercise, right, which is the the easiest way to compare scientifically, because when you do multiple different things, it's, you have too many variables. Mm-hmm. And so based on one exercise walking at like a, I think it's a 3% incline uh-huh. at a moderate pace is the highest like fat burning exercise, like sole exercise uh-huh. by itself that causes fat burning. Yeah, There's actually a heart rate measure that shows you the, like, that's why machines have that heart rate that says this is the fat burning stage. Mm-hmm. Because when you get into higher intensity, it's pulling more from your glycerin stores within your muscles because uh-huh. it's focused more on getting the muscles to activate quicker, yeah. So it's focused on sugar burning as opposed to fat burning.
1: Yeah. If uh, and and again, I'm not. I don't have a degree in anatomy and physiology in this kind of deviating way, but I think it does relate in terms of athletics. And I, I love talking about this stuff. A lot of people, when they think about these zones, what it actually is defining is physiological processes within the body, and there are different avenues of energy burning or energy creation in the body. All of it's related to ATP. Your body runs on ATP. The amount of ATP you go through in a day would stun you. I think the equivalent is like you go through your body's weight in ATP molecules every day. That's how much your body is recycling the adenosine triphosphate or adenosine diphosphate into adenosine triphosphate and then burning it. It, it. It's a constant cycle. One pathway is a very efficient pathway that predominantly uses oxygen and it like burns fat and it's like it doesn't use sugar. Sugars are for quick energy where your body can anaerobically burn it and that is without auction and aerobically aerobically being uh, like oxygen based or air based and it, it can burn it without and very quickly but it runs out of those and it creates a lot of waste products so that's high intensity interval training it will burn your sugars and your body has to replace those sugars no matter what and the efficiency with which you replace those is what you're conditioning versus the other lower intensity which is conditioning purely the cycle of efficient fat burning I'm guessing yes okay and I don't know the exact efficiencies of those that's just my general understanding of it I'm going to go back to stupid mode
0: <laughs> if I'm wrong you say on subreddit Mark M- big dumb. Uh-huh. So so I think we both came to a similar conclusion that cardiovascular health is a big indicator of athletic ability in being yeah. an athlete. Mm-hmm. Because uh, you look at any sport, there's a level of cardiovascular endurance that is required. Mm-hmm. Yeah, period. Of course. And all be all.
1: Just to compete with the other people you know, yeah. on the same field.
0: Yeah. And that's also great for your brain. So if you're doing stuff that isn't necessarily as physical, if you have mm-hmm. a better VO2 max, you are also feeding more oxygen to your brain. Is more efficient in utilizing that oxygen.
1: Mm, interesting. Interesting.
0: I think it's uh,
1: the brain only runs on sugar. I don't yes. think the brain can burn fat like muscles can.
0: But your body has the ability to turn fat into sugar and yeah. the ability to turn protein into sugar.
1: Yeah, but the the, the brain doesn't directly have it. Because muscles, I believe, have the ability to convert... Uh...
0: It, has, it has fat and uh, sugar storage within it.
1: Yeah, yeah, they have both. And I think the brain just relies on sugar the brain actually uses i think anywhere from like 15 to 20 percent of your daily calories just in your brain i'd have to re like look
0: do my research it, again it's because a, it's it's, been years. it's one
1: of like that's why humans are like have become the way we are is because the natural adaptation of making a bigger brain is really calorically intensive like brains mm-hmm. are compared to computers very efficient like they're about 10 watts of power versus like a thousand watt computer or something like that and they can do ungodly more calculations per second it's an incredible machine but also it's very calorically intensive in comparison to like the the living natural world around us
0: well yeah there's there's a big reason why when you're like using your brain a lot like when people say they're exhausted Mm -hmm. why they say mentally exhausted versus Mm -hmm. physically exhausted because your body may not be aching Mm -hmm. but you're already tired because you've been using your brain a lot that day
1: yeah exactly the ability to try to focus and like maintain focus that is a muscle not a muscle literally but a muscle in the same way as everything else in your life willpower is a muscle. It's something you can train and make more efficient. Everything in your body is adaptable to a degree, and by utilizing it more, you get better at that thing. It's its one of those things, a common misconception of people are like, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be a better person. Yada, yada, yada. I'm going to like go for the run. I'm going to do my homework. I'm going to do this project. That's not how it works. If yesterday you weren't capable of it, the next day you won't magically be capable of it. you You might get one good day, but you'll exhaust yourself for the next. It's much better to try to make an incremental improvement because you wouldn't go and try to do a 300 pound bench press the day you want to get in shape yeah you would destroy yourself
0: but more than likely you wouldn't be able to do it Mm -hmm. for one because your nerves aren't acclimated to recruiting all of your muscle fibers that are yes. necessary for such a lift, mm-hmm. which is a lot of people think, oh, you're just building muscle. No, you're you're training your brain and your neurological system to trigger the muscles and activate more for the necessary lift. Yeah, exactly. And so, for one, your muscles probably aren't there. The nerves aren't activating enough for you to be able to lift that. And more than likely, you're going to drop it on yourself, and that's very dangerous.
1: Yeah. All big problems. So uh, beware your brain.
0: Yeah. So, going to act two, because right, we've gotten right. really deep into sorry, this, sorry, this sorry. initial conversation. Yeah. Much like you had me build the ideal quarterback. Okay. Build your perfect athlete. Describe oh my God, I've been waiting <laughs> for this. <laughs> Do I have to pull from people I know? Because I don't know that many people. I mean, if you want to pull from people you know that the audience might know, uh-huh. um, and Like, use them as as examples or just describe, like, their rippling muscles or their bulging brain or whatever it is? Okay, bulging brain. so my perfect athlete right it's kind
1: of a balance because you're optimized it can't be too bulky right it's got to be lean got to be long flexible whatnot aerodynamic Uh, aerodyne hairless that's a given (laughs) from the get-go bald as a baby beyond baby bald further than baby bald no hair ever has never had hair uh not a wrinkle there can't be any rippling muscles because that could cause no it's the opposite it's like a golf ball it is more aerodynamic than a perfect sphere (laughs) So all the muscles are so intensely divided at a very equal pacing across the body. And that's the way that the maximum speed is going to be achieved. If you don't believe me, look up a golf balls, aerodynamics, this is how it works. So dimples on the head, the eyes are perfect dimples. There's dimples around the temples. The cheeks are dimpled, dimpled chin. Everything is dimpled on this person. Everything about it dimpled. If it's male, like the the pectorals are dimpled. If it's female, the, the boobs are dimpled. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Dimple. And it's like the the ability to run is capital on lung size, so chest enormous, <laughs> barrel chested, but purely for the ability of lung capacity. There is um. nothing that's going to stop this. And there is actually a biological av- adaptation to allow continual circular breathing. However, only when you're running. So it's like it's like a shark underwater. It has to keep swimming or else it'll die. This athlete cannot stop moving, or they they will die <laughs> oh my so they God. got like gills but it's like an exhaust vent right so they take in air and they actually breathe it out their back gills to get more speed. (laughs) Or push when they're lifting or like they can channel vents on their elbows to throw a farther punch. If they take in air and then vent it out the back of their elbow, get like a rocket punch in there and it can work for their feet, too. They got feet feet (laughs) vents for faster sprinting and everything. Everything is centered around this billow system, like a series of billows (laughs) expanding
0: and contracting. What my thing is, I picture their torso is just a jet engine, and like yes, a jet exactly. Turbine. It looks uh, it's
1: perfectly circular. It's very their mouth gaping, just, <laughs> ooh,
0: oh. like all air intake. Right before they swim, they just open up, and all of a sudden you see the vacuum suction yeah, of exactly, air. Exactly, exactly. It actually <laughs> helps
1: pull them forward because they're actually sucking air and blasting out the back. It's for further propulsion. Everything based on speed and. power power and instantaneous ability to <laughs> their VO2 max over 9000 like incredible. What's their yeah. minimum calorie intake? They <laughs> need <they> a <laughs> 100,000 calories a day just to survive. <laughs> That's why their mouth is so large because also like their chest is so large so their their stomach and actually their excretion system is <laughs> additional <laughs> propulsion. <laughs> They're there. <laughs> They actually have a cloaca, so it's like it no. compacts everything and boom! <laughs> for those of you who don't know, cloaca is what a bird or something has. It's like a combination pee tube and poop tube. Uh, yeah. And also like, I think, sexual organ tube. <laughs>
0: boom! Everything! <laughs> All at once! Boom! boom. Even,
1: the extra, even if it's one more foot per second forward, boom! Get it! Anything possible for that little edge.
0: Oh and that's my god. The, that is
1: the ultimate athlete
0: so not i mean in all fairness just based on your description right they'd be the fastest Uh both in air and water Mm -hmm. they would oh i didn't even think water yeah water yeah yeah. also because it is gills yeah Yeah, because they they basically wouldn't even have to breathe because they'd just be breathing underwater they're going to be the champion of any world eating competition because they have to consume a hundred thousand calories a day Absolutely. so world champion like uh, they're crushing every event where it's a competition they are perfectly adapted for it brain huge by the way the way, also ungodly. The one thing I will say they might not win, might not, is strongest man or strongest person competition no easily they just by breathing out they can lift <laughs> thousands that's what i of said pounds. the
1: elbow vents for getting more lifts foot vents they got all the vents and cooling is like an obvious thing because they got all this
0: airflow they're practically air cooled this sounds like it's a military experiment of murder because the way they're able to throw a punch they would punch through people yes that's the whole thing just imagine <laughs> two of these things going <laughs> <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> be terrifying to face that down. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, <I'm hungry. laughs> oh my god. It's like some that like, <laughs> zombie. This is like um the flash. Combined with Superman, combined with Aquaman, <laughs> combined with a big mouth bass, combined uh, with um, oh, what is that? The anglerfish.
1: Oh yeah, the anglerfish. Because fish. the ability to just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the no, that's the uh, the 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 flat one on the oh oh um, on the ocean. Either oh, way, I also a remember. basking shark. You know. Yeah. 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 So uh, that's the ultimate athlete. I
0: will take no questions. All right. <laughs> I will my, provide no answers. My ultimate athlete body is vastly different than that. Oh, yeah, well. I would say they're probably tall. Probably? Around, around 6'6". Okay. They're going to be probably around 5% body fat. That's low. Which is like the the minimum you can be healthily is okay. 5%. All right they are very high vo2 max Okay. if the the high vo2 max that's considered excellent they have it at over 100 over their vo2 100. max is over 100 i thought you said the like 1% was like over 50 yes there are, can you be up to 100 there are freak endurance athletes that have insane vo2 maxes a lot of like cyclists for the tour de france have crazy vo2 maxes good god because if you think about it they're cycling Like back to back days, miles upon miles of mountains and everything. How fast do they go? Because I faster than a car on a highway in the United States. What? They can go up to eighty plus miles an hour. What? Yeah. Because I just got an
1: electric bike. It's a very nice Super seventy three RX. I like. It wasn't a Tour de
0: France biker next to you would go faster than you than your electric bike. What?
1: Fat. Also, also shout out to Super 73. They gave me a bike a long time ago, and I never said anything about it. I bought this RX, and I just wanted to say thank you. I know I didn't fulfill my influencer end of the bargain, and this is me saying Super 73 is great. We're not sponsored. I could If we could get sponsored by Super 73, dude. That would be huge. Should I reach out to them? If they can get you a bike? We would love to be sponsored by Super 73. But also, holy shit, my, that bike can go... The reason I bring it up, okay. that bike can go 30 miles an hour.
0: I'm incorrect on Flatland because they go over 85, like, downhill. Oh, okay. I was about to say. Rowan Dennis broke a record for the fastest aver- fastest average speed in a time trial at 34.5 miles per hour. Average? Average was 34.5. Average? Yeah, uh,
1: when I came, twenty-five over...
0: to twenty-eight miles per hour is the average for Tour de France riders on flat land. Twenty-five to twenty-eight. Twenty-five to twenty-eight. The fastest average speed in the time trial was thirty-four point five. How long are these races? Uh, two hundred twenty-five kilometers. Two two hundred. Yeah, two hundred twenty-five kilometers. 200. One stage is performed every day. Covers roughly two hundred twenty-five kilometers. Takes five and a half hours complete five and a half hours and your average speed is 28 stage 10 which is like the ride up a mountain is 148 kilometers
1: 148 kilometers up a mountain
0: yeah, it was Tuesday, July 12th at 148 kilometers. Stage 10 at the Tour de France is a relatively short race, but it's a tough one. The riders get the taste of the Alps.
1: They get a taste of the Alps, yeah. They're
0: climbing the Alps. They're cli- The longest stage in the Tour de France is, in history is the fifth stage. It was 482 kilometers, 300 miles, and they cover that in about six hours. So Tour you- de France cyclists are freak athletes. Okay. Yeah, I've always known that like cyclists
1: in general, the extreme ones uh, are a different breed of person like because you see them on weekends you'll see people all in the full cyclist gear. They got the streamlined aerodynamic jacket all zipped up. They got the goggles helmet on like super swoop on the helmet and you the shorts like you can see everything and it's just like you know that they are committed to that style of riding. Meanwhile, I am in my like sweatpants and my t-shirt on my electric bike and I go, buy them like up a hill and I you know I kind of like I smirk a little but I you know I know that I'm cheating (laughs) but also just like it's a different type of person because I I like riding the electric bike on pedal assist because I still like to get a little bit of workout but how many calories do you burn in one day on a tour de France if you're going Three, well, maybe like let's say the average, like hundred fifty miles. Even that, hundred fifty miles in seven miles to get here. I my watch says I burned three hundred calories. Yeah, seventy would be three thousand. Double that would be six thousand calories. They're burning over six thousand, probably more. Have you ever? Because I had an electric bike. Wait, I had an electric bike. If I had to bike that on my own, it would probably like double or triple the amount of calories. God. Okay, let's say conservatively. Let's say like because it was actually three fifty. So what if it was like let's say it was eight hundred calories to get here for seven miles. It's like it may be a hundred calories a mile-ish, a little more. And they had to go so it's you have eight hundred, eight eight thousand to get to, to sixteen thousand calories.
0: You should see what they eat.
1: What do they eat? Are they the big mouth bass man? <laughs>
0: We'll have to get into that when we get into the primer on the Tour de France. Oh, my God. But going back into my my athlete, having an insane VO2 max like a cyclist. Right, right, right. Going into muscle mass like a linebacker or running back. I mean, you've got rippling veins. You've got calves that are ready to shoot you to the moon if you decide to jump. You (laughs) you basically have springs for legs Uh and your muscles. Yeah, yeah, yeah they can bench 225, like a hundred times and be like, yeah, I did this. Like, <laughs>
1: That's the first thing I would say after i
0: benched. Yeah, I did that. Yeah, I did that.
1: <laughs> they jump to the moon, yeah, I did that.
0: <laughs> yeah, they climb up the Alps, oh, I did that. <laughs> but uh, like 6'6", and 5% body fat, uh-huh. they're thick. Like uh-huh. they're probably like 300 pounds, but they're absolute pure muscle and they're lean. Like it's, they're lean, dense muscle high muscle fiber count low hypertrophy uh, fluid hypertrophy in the muscles they have cat-like muscles okay whereas they get stronger they're just adding new muscle fibers okay so it's like how you strengthen a cable there's more fibers the more the stronger the cable is how do humans do that it's not fully capable right now they don't understand how exactly to get hypertrophy that adds muscle fibers versus hypertrophy that adds the fluid both increase strength one does it in a more nuanced manner that no. Uh, (laughs) that it actually results in overall greater strength and greater reactivity is when you I would love to do
1: an episode that's like actually deep dive research into this stuff because this stuff does fascinate me I really am like the the anatomy and physiology the human body is a fascinating machine I am big of the mind that all of these like oh AI is gonna make a robot and, and it's gonna be oh it's gonna kill all of us it's gonna be so fast and I'm like do you realize how intricate and complicated and amazingly optimized the Human body is like biological creatures are ungodly refined, like the cellular structure of these self-repairing autonomous beings that we are is stunning. I would be flabbergasted if we stupid humans were able to build something that could make itself better than that. Even if it had the greatest computer in the world, the brain is like processing power is untapped. It's stupid how smart and incredibly designed our bodies are. Yes. So it would be a long time before anything could come even close.
0: And now we move on to act three. Oh, God. So we've decided what we picture athletes as. okay, And what the ideal athlete is. But now we define athlete. Mm. How does this now relate to your vision of what is or isn't a sport? And how these athletes are involved in sport? Because, you know, we picture Athletes in a certain way because of obviously social indicators and the different things we've learned throughout life of what sport is and what society deems as athletic, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, but that changes over time because now we have so many different sports that require different things versus other sports. Uh-huh. And we focus on the main thing of being running, being able to be fast and strong, but not every sport requires speed and strength, right? We didn't talk about the motor skills of eye hand coordination, we didn't talk about any of the quick twitch reactions that a lot of different sports require, we've mostly focused on macro events.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because all those are in the brain, like the yeah. reflexes, the reaction time, all of the, the flexibility and whatnot, that's all, not not, it's not brain, but like a lot of these things in terms of like sports, skill-based things are neurologically based because they have to be trained, they have to be practiced innumerable times to get the patterns down perfectly. And you know, they're saying, you know, practice makes perfect is not true. Practice makes permanent. I think maybe you've said that, I've heard that and said it many times, but people still don't realize that. It's just because you practice something doesn't mean you're going to get good at it. You're just going to reinforce that pattern. That's how bad habits form too. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, getting the right training and getting the right skills, like established, like down to good coaching, good teamwork, and good study and good science. You know, getting that as early as possible is essential. Sorry, where were you going with this?
0: Uh, we're we're going with the concept of what we vision as an athlete and how it doesn't. fit fit into every category of what sport is right okay cool
1: so you got your six foot six dude 300 pounds five percent body fat that's good for some sports yeah that might not be good for all sports no hmm interesting so the most athletic human in the world might not be the best at all sports correct uh except for mine mine's best at all sports no no mine mine is Everything you think he has is an adaptation for or she, anyone. It's kind of like gender has gone out the window with this athlete that I have as just no gender. I did human.
0: Yeah. I did forget to indicate that my athlete is both genders, Ah. both male and female, because there are benefits to the estrogen levels and the female anatomy in the human body. And there are adaptations in the male body that if you can have both, you get the benefits of both worlds because pain tolerance and stuff like that is higher in the female anatomy, biologically speaking. And there's certain levels of biochemistry that help in athleticism in certain areas that wow. an athlete would have. Whereas the testosterone for muscle building and the various elements on that front is huge for certain aspects within sport as well. Well, I've got you beat because my athlete has estrosterone. It's a new <laughs>
1: <hybrid> <laughs> hormone. It's got the best of both built in in one molecule. You'll never compete.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, like, we picture an athlete in a very certain way. Uh Uh-huh. But it doesn't fit every category of what sport is because mm-hmm. you, you go into sports like the eSports. Mm-hmm. Like somebody who's extremely muscular, it's highly unlikely that they will necessarily be great at doing that sport because they have a lot of wasted energy, right, just maintaining their muscle mass where it's not needed. Yeah, because one of the things that separated humans from other
1: primates is we have fine motor control. And fine motor control comes at a sacrifice of pure muscle strength. We have the ability to weave things, use tools with incredible dexterity. We have, like, if you think about it, the, the five appendages, the phalanges on the ends of our hands are able to be independently mo- like moved, to manipulate, to move them in extremely refined motions. Um, and that's a different type of neurological impulse compared to impulse strength, which is just one strong signal to do a, a controlled signal of varying levels to play the or type on a keyboard like all of us have really uh, an amazing amount of dexterity just to, like with those basic skills but that comes at a cost of muscle strength however you can train to overemphasize the heavy impulse for like strength-based things yep and that's how strong men can bend to like a cast iron pot you know they've got the strong impulse you know they don't need refinement they need a little dexterity
0: but they don't need the refinement to just like push 500 pounds like up in the air they yeah need the strength and there's, there's certain sports that require a softer touch and more fine-tuned movement to instead of pushing the joystick all the way to the right, you need yeah. to move it just like a tenth or oh, even yeah. less.
1: Esports definitely would be the um, big one about that.
0: Yeah. yeah, and that's even the same thing with with a bunch of other sports like underwater basket weaving. Yeah, underwater <laughs> basket weaving. We all know.
1: <laughs> we all know that sport. It's incredible. My, my athlete is great at that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, because it doesn't have to breathe. No, but even like chess like mm-hmm. thinking about how you need to have more refined movements of placement mm-hmm. and then being able to press the timer or having so much blood flow to your brain to be able to understand and think multiple steps ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um like there's there's a bunch of different sports that require not only a like brute force mm-hmm. but a softer touch. Yeah. Um pickleball is a great example, which we haven't really talked about much, but being able to hit it short uh-huh. The soft touch in so many different sports and so many different games is so important compared to the to the heavy hand all the time. Mm-hmm. A lot of times you need both. Yeah. And so the human body, like if you go to different sports and different areas in there, the definition of athlete within that sport completely changes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there is no perfect athlete besides mine.
0: I mean, yours basically is an alien cyborg species of some no, kind that you no, created.
1: Oh, no, human ish,
0: ish. ish. I like, ish, I like ish. how you echoed your own ish. ish, ish. ish, ish. <laughs> I can't wait for fan art of this yeah. monster.
1: It's going to be the scary. Seriously, uh, gotta ask an AI to write out, like, you know, the image AI generations, like, to try to draw up what the hell I just said. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think it's gonna be very fun. But, uh, okay, let's say, let's say, all oh, right, my athlete was made in a lab, and estrosterone isn't actually a hormone, <laughs> you know, it's just a really powerful steroid or whatever. Like, uh, so. When it comes down to
0: the average person, how does this affect us in our day-to-day lives? So for me, it's the biggest thing of being able to look at people and recognize that anybody you look at could be an athlete without you realizing it. Mm -hmm. And you yourself, without if you don't play sports, if you're not in the greatest shape of your life or anything like that, you too can be an athlete in your own way. Uh And obviously being able to be in in good health is a huge part of being an athlete. And we talked about the major indicators of like would V vo 2 max with cardiovascular health, body fat and body composition being a huge thing. Both of those things are not just indicators of athletic ability. They're indicators of health. Yeah. And like if you're too low in body fat, that's unhealthy. If you're too high in body mm. fat, that's unhealthy. Yeah. But even then... Like there's so much more to an athlete than what society views, Mm -hmm. just like there's so much more to a person than what society determines what is beautiful or what is this. Mm -hmm. You know, we all have been affected by our experiences in life. And so I've gone through certain sports where I see people and think of that's an athlete because I've played those sports, whereas somebody who played something different has a different picture of an athlete.
1: Yeah. A lot of people don't realize what they're capable of either. Yeah. You know, everyone in their day-to-day life does, you know, you don't have to be an Olympic athlete. You don't have to be a marathon runner or a Tour de France biker. But all of us are capable to have, more or less, not all of us, but like a lot of us are capable of really incredible things if we put our minds to it, if we put our bodies to it. um, And if we push our limits, it's kind of like that is the natural state of the human being itself is to have what are called negative stressors. Negative stressors like living in a maintained environment, let's say, for example, just like 72 degrees air-conditioned environment where you are sedentary most of your life, sitting in front of a couch, all your foods are provided for you, you have no chasing of anything, that, even me describing that sounds like a relatively unfulfilling life. And that's because there are no negative stressors, you know, as soon as you introduce, like, uh, that's why people emphasize taking cold showers, going for a run is a negative stressor technically, but you will feel better afterwards. Um, But that's putting your body through stress, because your body only gets stronger in response to stress, your body only gets like stronger by adapting to what you are telling it to do running, you will get better at running, weightlifting, your muscles will become stronger, depending on how you weightlift. When you try to mentally focus on something for longer and longer periods of time, you will get better at focusing on something to an extent right like there are limitations i have adhd you know like as much as i have therapies and and techniques that i used to focus it's up to a limit but just because you have those limitations doesn't mean you shouldn't try to like push to those limits see how far you can go i say this as someone who's trying to get in shape again you know i fell out of it my personal trainer alex is going to be very upset with me at how poor my performance is when i go back in on tuesday <laughs>
0: oh you're going back i'm going
1: back i'm going nice. back baby he's gonna be very upset with me but like uh we are all capable of more than we think
0: yeah and i i think that that speaks to the human condition and in, in so many different ways because our bodies only adapt to the environment that we put ourselves into mm-hmm. And that's everything in life. Yeah. Like the only way you learn more things is to be open to it and to experience more. Mm-hmm. And that's the same thing with our immune system. Our immune system has to experience things for it to grow stronger and be able to fight things. Yeah. That's literally why vaccines were invented, because it exposes us to them without the risk of heavy illness. Mm-hmm. And so everything about life, if whether you look at it in one way or another, is defined by experiences. Mm-hmm. So go out and make some.
1: Yeah. Sound good. All right. And with that, we'll conclude this uh, episode of Go My Favorite Sports Team. Thank you, Tyler, for your expert guidance on this topic. Thank you, me, for coming up with The Ultimate Athlete. And thank you, everybody listening, for being a wonderful listener. You have gained 10 experience points. Please use them wisely. And uh, Tyler, any closing statements?
0: Uh, Simply check out the Reddit and Discord and um, be ready for, it's not up yet, but the YouTube channel. I feel like we've been talking about it for months now. I know. But the website, though. Oh, the website's up. Yeah, gmfst.com. Oh, we got that. Yeah, we got that domain. We have the domain. oh yeah. We haven't officially built it out as our own personal thing, but it directs to the uh, the Wood Elf website that um oh, focuses on. Hell yeah. This. Hell yeah. We're gonna have leaderboards, mini games, athletic competitions. All on the website. It'll be great, guys. It's gonna be fantastic.
1: It's gonna be fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 all right be sure to like favorite subscribe tyler can be found at apocalypto underscore 12 on twitter or tyler in some cases
0: yeah just search Tyler side you'll find
1: me yeah you'll find me. and i'm mark hey, whatever so <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you around we'll see you around guys watch go out. my favorite sports team yeah but watch out my athlete might be lurking in your closet tonight
0: <laughs> all right bye <laughs>